Welcome to another episode of The Greatest Pod, where we discuss and debate what makes something great. I'm Ron Swallow. I'm Ed Greer. And I'm producer Bill. And today on The Greatest Pod, we will be discussing a concept that I have coined. It is called the multiverse of movie star Mayhem, Mayhem, Mayhem. <laughs> now, just to explain that... <laughs> So basically, the multiverse of movie star mayhem is we take movie stars, we look at all the different roles they did, specifically the action roles, and we say, which of their persona in these movies, which of these roles could beat the other one? What's the apex predator of Arnold Schwarzenegger's characters, of Stallone's, of Tom Cruise's, of Patrick Swayze's, things of this nature? The apex yeah. predator role of, of these of these great action actors. That's that's a great way to put it. <laughs> I think there are some starter ones that I have uh, that I've pulled up here. But uh, Bill, you had some interesting ones. So I w- I want to give you the floor. You had some pretty interesting ones. I think we could start with. I'm just going to do it right out the gate here. My man, Nicholas Kim Coppola, Ooh. Caster Troy from Face Off versus Cameron Poe from Con Air. Ah! Who wins in a fight? <laughs> Dude, that is a fight for your ass. I mean, one's got military training, one is a crazy son of a bitch and super spy. I mean, that's the thing. Like, Castor Troy is both an international terrorist and crazy enough to like eat your face, but then Cameron Poe is like hard enough to knock the shit out of like the worst criminals in the world. So he can get his, get back to his daughter with that goddamn bunny. So <laughs> Yeah. And he can take a bullet and not give a shit. I mean, that's the thing. Like Nicholas cage has never been more physically intimidating than in con air. Yep. He was just shredded. And he just had that, like that Southern really flat affect <laughs> that he was doing. And it's like, yeah, that's a guy who's going to kick your ass at a bar. Well, I mean, there was uh, he was really physically intimidating in a little known movie called Kiss of Death, uh, where he played <laughs> alongside uh, Samuel Jackson. He played a mob boss that was really buff. But yeah, Cameron Poe would rip that dude a new one. That dude was supposed to be like this kingpin who could bench pressure ultimate or or gorilla pressure like Ultimate Warrior and slam mm. you on a pool table type of guy. Mm. But that guy would get surgically dismantled by Cameron Poe. Mm. Uh, I mean, a Castro Troy, I don't know. He goes for the eyes. He jabs people's nutsacks and stuff. He's really is, crazy. I mean, this is the yeah. thing. Like, Castro Troy will kill children. Like, this guy is just out of yeah. – he's got – He's got big Joker energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so does this crazy beat uh, a dedicated family man who has something to fight for? Well, I mean, really, like this is this is a good. If you break it down, does crazy beat discipline in a street fight? You know what I mean? Like, does does crazy? I'll fuck you up no matter what. Like, have you ever seen that? Uh, there's that meme going around. Like, it's a pie chart of reasons why men think that they can beat up a bear or something. Like, <laughs> it's like yeah, a yeah. little sliver is like, I'm trained in martial arts. And then the majority of it is, you don't even know. When shit goes down, I get crazy, man. It's like, which does yes. win? <laughs> you well, know, I just... tell you in my experience what wins? <laughs> yeah. It's martial arts, 100%. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because generally what happens is crazy is pretty uh, unpredictable. And then at some point, crazy messes up and gets knocked the fuck out. That's that's generally what I've seen in in real life fights. I mean, obviously, this is movie fights. 
Uh, but still, in real life fights, generally a martial artist will take out a guy who's like just nuts, but has, although I will say nuts with skill. Mm. That's another, if you're adding in the skill with insanity, that adds a whole nother, uh, a whole nother thing. But Cam, uh, Caster is, I mean, he, we can go on a limb and say sort of a narcissist, right? Oh, very much so. I mean, yeah. and I think, I think he cares enough about himself that once he starts losing and getting hit at all, he starts making mistakes. That's that's what I would think would happen with that character. Is is eventually he starts worrying about his own self, whereas mm. Cameron worries about one thing, and that's getting that bunny to his daughter. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting? Now I'm and, trying and, to remember. Oh, go ahead. And and is Castor threatening his daughter? Oh, that, I mean, this this brings up a whole other question for ground yeah. rules. Like, what's the scenario? The oh. scenario, and also, like, can we be using weapons? Like, could this be a shootout? Yeah. What's going on here? I was going to say though, in Face Off, there is a scene, and I'm trying to remember. I don't know if it's John Travolta with Nicolas Cage's face, or the real Nicolas Cage, or <laughs> Nicolas Cage with Travolta's face. But at some point, somebody takes a piece of a mirror and starts cutting their face up and the other person is not happy about that because they don't want to see their face get fucked up. And I want to say it was Travolta wearing Caster Troy's face. And in that case, Caster Troy is vain enough and narcissistic enough mm -hmm. that once you do some damage to his face, he's freaking out a little bit. Like that's, yeah. that's a bridge too far. And so I do see in a fight if you could break his nose or gash his cheek or whatever, suddenly his crazy might be overwhelmed, like you're saying, Ron, by just his sense of self-preservation. Yeah, and I, I think the big, the big super like wrestling move slam and ground and pound that you could employ against him once he starts freaking out, and you know, you like break one of his fingers while you're grappling with him, and then you just like get, get him down on the ground and give him a full mount and just start smashing his fucking face in. Mm. Yeah, I think he's like, I just got this back. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think Cameron Poe wins. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, what direction do you guys want to go now? What's popping in your head, Ed? There's some funny ones. Like oh, yeah. okay. Patrick Bateman versus Batman. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got like a crazy killer. Versus, that's crazy killer versus skill. And I got to say, Batman in the Christian Bale verse has had trouble with Rottweilers, clowns. <laughs> poor ninjas you know what i'm saying like he's he's had trouble with certain like one-on-one -on -one matchups with certain people uh bane rocked his shit with like jailhouse tactics you know what i'm saying like it was it was really interesting so i'm just thinking patrick bateman full psycho mode he does like thousands of push-ups and sit-ups a day he's so ripped pat patrick bateman is ripped dude maybe even more so than batman so it's just like hey i don't think he's a pushover I mean, he does, he can kill a man with one swing of an axe. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he's driving that shit through your skull in one swing. So, uh, you know. How does Patrick Bateman uh, react to smoke bombs? I think, <laughs> I, I think that's, a, that's a big that's one. A great question. I think steely-eyed, with his headphones on, he just walks through the smoke in a particular <laughs> direction. <laughs> and he's already got his super villain suit. It's a it's a raincoat with a big blood slash on it, like fucking Rorschach. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got he's got an ice pick. He's got axes. He's got hung handguns. He's got a machete, chainsaws. The dude mm. has experience with weapons too. Batman's gonna win if we're wielding shuriken or maybe ninja swords. But like with a chainsaw, my money's on Patrick Bateman. <laughs> Oh, dude. And Patrick Bateman in that in that movie, he showed, uh, I think it's probably a dream, but he literally, this lady is running away from him down this set of stairs, and he dropped the chainsaw perfectly on her. <laughs> like, kind of like when Batman drops perfectly on that uh, van. And the- oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Good point. Dude, but, dude, Christian Bale's psyche is like, I just like to drop things or be dropped perfectly on things. Can you just do a rewrite that has me do that, please? That's no matter if it makes any sense. That's his yeah. rider in his contract. We need to see something yeah. fall down a staircase and impact somebody at the bottom. And yep. that's how he knows that they actually paid attention is if they've rewritten the script for that. <laughs> oh, they paid absolutely. attention to his requests, you know, because that's what those writers are for by from rock stars, if you didn't know. Yeah, you know what? I think the only Christian Bale character that could fuck with Batman a little bit is maybe Christian Bale's character from The Fighter. He played a boxer who was in pretty good shape, even though he was on crack. Oh my god! Oh my god! Ron, see, yeah. that's what that's what you're here for, baby. Yeah, fucking Equilibrium, dude. I, dude. I think Equilibrium, dude, houses Batman. I think so I think too. He houses especially, Batman, especially specifically. Uh, Nolan Batman. Like, well, I mean, sure, yeah. maybe not, maybe not comic book Batman, but if we're talking about, yeah, I Here's think, thing, I think though, that's it's going to be equal, close though. Equilibrium Bale needs to have a weapon. So if we're going Equilibrium Bale with a katana, or Equilibrium Bale with those handguns, so he could do his gun katas, then yeah. yes, I do. Yeah. I, I put my money on that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just don't think there's a scenario we could uh, uh, make up where he wouldn't have those. I mean, they're kind of like, it seems like he gets up and straps them to his dick when he goes outside. You know what I'm saying? He just, he he has those weapons. He is those weapons. They're part of him as a, what was he called? A centurion or a forum? No, they had a good, yeah, it was a good name. I got to look it up real quick. He houses Batman. He, he, he sh- shoots him up and beats his ass and chops his fucking face off <laughs> with i mean that's canon that's how he that's how he attacks <laughs> so in equilibrium christian bale played cleric john preston cleric preston they were clerics yeah it's hilarious that he's a cleric because in D in clerics uh clerics heal you i mean they have attacks that are good but they're generally trying to heal everybody so well, i love that he's a murder bot with a <laughs> with the cleric well, I mean, as a name Cleric as a word is just another name for a priest. So like mm-hmm. it, it goes to the fact that like the government was essentially like the religion, you know, it was like, put your, yeah. put your faith in us, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. Yeah. And it's sort of a sort of, and I say sort of an interesting take on like the, uh, the judge dread thing too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there's these ultimate dispensers of justice in this world. Clerics, people who can give judgment, almost like the, the by proxy judgment of God over you. So you chose to be doing emotional shit, and uh, I choose for well, God chooses to use me as an instrument to gun kata you to death for reading a children's book to your kid. Mm-hmm. You know that's how that's how that's far we've gotten with like uh, uh, protecting people's feelings from feelings. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, I I, I get kind of impressing a little movie. I think people should go back and check out Equilibrium. Don't mind that it's stupid as hell, and uh, that that the main character's never in any danger at all. <laughs> It is, <laughs> it is still an experience. Kurt Wimmer directed that. 
Yes. No, I like that movie. I think it's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So I've got the, I think I've chosen the best, um, the best guy for this. And that's, well, I will uh, see. That's uh, Steven Seagal. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, <laughs> either playing Casey Ryback, obviously, from Under mm-hmm. Siege. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nico Toscani from Above the Law. Jeez, hey, <laughs> Nis- Nico Toscani, he's above oh, the law. God. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to go with another Italian name, uh, Detective Gino Fellino. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> From Out for Justice. Uh I have never seen Out for Justice. I don't even know what that is. Here's the part. Here's the thing you don't realize. All of these guys tie because they're the exact same. Exact same. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. Okay. Hey, no. Nico Toscani was was a cop. And he was doing some shit on the beat with Pam Greer. And he had some pretty good Aikido skills and he could shoot pretty okay. Casey fucking Ryback is a Stallonean level character okay yes. you know what i'm saying that and, and out for justice he was like he was like the bully that bullies the bullies yeah. but casey ryback trained the guys that the bullies are afraid of you know what i'm saying so like in that way i think casey ryback slices these guys throats and throws them overboard um but it is a pretty decent fight and i think he might have a broken arm but but with his other arm, he combat knifes the fuck out of these guys. <laughs> oh, and uh, right. honorable mention, honorable mention for I think the most deadly one of maybe all of them was the one he played in. Um, um, fuck, all the names blend together. Mart for death, and Mart for death, he had to fight Screwface, who was a who was like basically twins, Jamaican twins, who yes. ran this gang. And Keith David played the black guy in there, so that when Keith David said he hates the Jamaicans, then it, it, you know Steven Seagal's characters could say he hates the Jamaicans too. And then supposedly <laughs> it posited this world where the Jamaicans were moving in on the crime, like that was the new urban crime was going to be Jamaicans. You had these motherfuckers that smoke weed and eat goats too. They're going to bring all the crime here. Okay, fine. And so like they made up this world, and at the end, Steven Seagal beats up the the bad guy, breaks his spine, and throws him down a hole. Like this, this cavernous hole. (laughs) It is brutal. So that guy could kind of fuck with Casey Ryback. He'd get a couple licks in. But Seagal Seagal was very much uh, the rock or a Vin Diesel-y sort of guy in that. The hits are very few and far between. Yeah. Yeah. He'd take like one punch, and then he'd be like, yeah, got one. And then he'd like break that dude's arm in half and <laughs> rip his head off and, you know, twist his toe apart. It was, it was, it was wild. I mean, look, it, it, it's hard to, uh, to pit, to pit action heroes against each other without touching on Steven Seagal. He, yeah. he very much defined the genre for a very specific period of time. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, and one of the uh, ones that we were thinking about uh, earlier, um, Dominic Toretto. Mm-hmm. Now, who Ooh. amongst Vin Diesel's cavalcade of wonderful characters? <laughs> Wait, I couldn't even get through that. Hold on. <laughs> 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 who, who, uh, who in in his stable of pretty good characters uh, would be a match 
for Dominic Toretto. Now, 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 bear in mind, Dominic Toretto started out being able to drive really good, but since then, he's just a master of mass, seemingly indestructible, many, many flip over, uh, would eject you from it and crash you into a, a, a overhead highway sign type accidents have happened to him, came out without a scratch. I mean, so, in a world where The Rock is like a special forces team leader, Vin Diesel goes head to head with him and barely comes out with a scratch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, here's a yeah. problem, though. Uh, what are we counting him? I mean, like we can't do when he played Ray Garrison from Bloodshot, right? Oh, Jesus. Oh, well, I mean, Bloodshot could never be defeated because That's, he was the yeah. lamest character of all fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole you know, movie, they were shooting him with 50 cows right in the face. He was just walking through it like a summer rain. Yeah, and his body comes back together. So th- maybe we don't count him. But what about Riddick? Well, yeah, I mean, Ed and I talked about that a little bit. That might actually be a better fight than you're thinking because Riddick is yeah. like low-key super-powered, but so is Toretto. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and I don't think he's overly super-powered. Like, in the world, he fights like crazy-ass beasts, but I don't think... I think if you put Toretto on that alien spaceship with, you know, aliens... Um <laughs> I, I think he would I think he would stand up like he would fight the queen, you know, toe to toe. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. They man. would do it in his world. I, I really think that even in the Fast and the Furious world, he has been thrown around a couple times or or bounced around by like way superior forces. Like if 50 guys rush at him, he'll beat up yeah. 35 of the guys and the other 15 of them go to town on him till he stomps on the ground and makes the whole thing crumple around yeah. them. So, he can, you know, shit like that. So yeah. I, I and also he just drive, drive a Dodge Charger into one of the pitch black aliens. I, th- I think that's definitely one of the moves he would do. Oh, and uh, you guys are forgetting that somebody forgetting. somebody could definitely parachute into the proceedings. Yep. Yeah. Triple X, baby. I mean, don't count. Yeah, you know, we were just we were giving Steven Seagal a hard time, but if you look at this, yes. I mean, maybe Vin <laughs> Diesel has a little bit more range as an actor, but like. Riddick, Xander Cage, and Dom Toretto maybe didn't start all that similar, but by the present day right now, kind of all the same guy. <laughs> he also has yeah. his character, uh, the the last witch hunter, which he got to make because he was willing to do more um, um, Fast and the Furious. Like, basically, he bribed his way into making that movie. Well, I so. think that might have been part of the thing where he also got Riddick too, because like the the biggest thing he got out of that was supposedly he has the rights to Riddick as well. Really? Um, but yeah, uh, to do the Fast and the Furious, because like the Fast and Furious contract is like super ironclad for like a long time. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like he had to get something out of it, and uh, I think he thought that Riddick was going to be like Star Wars, you know. Yeah. But uh, I think I think if you give everybody equal footing, I I think Riddick in this world of modern pussies, even people like Toretto. I mean, that future, you wake up in the morning, you go kill a pterodactyl to eat its egg. You you subsist on that for 43 days on an alien world. You know, these guys are hard as fuck. And he's from like this ancient warrior race on that world. It's just a lot, dude. I mean, you know, Riddick is just, he's a bad mother scrubber, man, (laughs) for real. I would agree. I, I mean, I do think that the environment counts a lot in Riddick's favor because it is just like kill or be killed. 
But, you know, don't sleep on East L.A. either for Don Coletto. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I think, yeah, he, he lives his life a quarter mile at a time. Quarter just, mile you know. at a time, baby. Uh, uh, look, I, Xander I, Cage can skateboard, snowboard. <laughs> uh, he can probably rollerblade. Yeah, oh, 100% yeah, definitely. he can. So there you go. Uh, just pointing it out. <laughs> Oh, mm-hmm. well, you know, uh, I think proto parkour and X Games mentality beats alien hunting any day. You're right. Forget yeah. it. <laughs> See, I figured it out. No, dude, but 100% oh, I think Riddick is the. Dude, if they're fighting on a half pipe, I don't know. Xander you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's on wheels. But see, this is the thing. What kind of wheels? Oh, because Toretto's yeah. got, you know, any sort of motorized wheels, Toretto yeah. can turn that into a lethal weapon better than Stuntman Mike from Death Proof. But yeah. if it's yeah. human-powered wheels, then Xander Cage becomes your superhuman. So I mean, this is this is a tough call. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I gotta say, I gotta say, all I really want now is for uh, Dominic Toretto to ride a uh, um, a unicycle that is actually motorized. And oh, he'll take fight out somebody, guys. Fight somebody on that. That's what I want. Oh, That's dude, you really hit, what I want to see. Dude, you got to hit the NOS on your fucking unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> He's like leaning forward or whatever you need to do to do that. Oh, oh, That's dude. great. Um, yeah, so, yeah. I still think I'd pick Riddick on that one. Well, I mean, we, I think we, what we've determined is that it, it, it is environment. If they're fighting in the dark, Riddick rocks that shit. If they're fighting on a half yeah. pipe, then it's going to be uh, Xander. If, if it's going to be, you know, uh, anywhere near a racing field or something, it's just yeah. Dominic inside of cars is undefeatable. So, yeah, depends on environment um, for those ones. Mm-hmm. Mm. Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse versus Bodie from Point Break. That's pretty hardcore. They both show this sort of balletic grace in their kung fuing. Sure. Hey, you know, to be clear, though, don't forget Johnny Castle from Dirty Dancing, okay? Look. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody put the castle in a corner. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Funny. I don't know, man. I, it just seems like he uh, he chills out with some jailbait a lot, and, uh, and maybe punches punches a guy maybe who wasn't expecting as it. As long as they're <laughs> old. Yeah, I mean, he's he's tough in the same way that like the Jets and the Sharks from West Side Story. Oh, dude, his move is to grab up his enemy and lift him above his head and then drop him on the <laughs> He breaks their pelvis, dude, but it dude, starts as a dance move. <laughs> yeah, it's called the time of your life. <laughs> that's his that's his rest of the move. Oh, it's so good. Uh but yeah, I think but you know what? It is interesting that um he you gotta look at next of kin too, man. He was hard as fuck in that movie, dude. Him and Liam yeah. Neeson playing a Kentuckian, mm. which is fucking ridiculous. Oh, the eighties were a hell of a time. <laughs> uh, that might have been the nineties, but it was still a hell oh. of a time. Oh, uh, all right. But yeah, so I, ah, man, I'm having a hard time picking against the just the nicest guy in town man he just he's a cool breeze he was fucking mcconaughey before mcconaughey he was like he's a mcconaughey could rip your throat out dude like he's just nice until it's not until it's time to not be nice and and even that mirror character they have for him just this is this is the roadhouse podcast for the next 34 seconds They, they even had him have uh sam elliott not sam yeah sam elliott right as yeah. his um older 
like mirror character. Like this is what happens when you stay in the game too long. You got a bum leg. You're somewhere in fucking Wichita bouncing people or whatever. You know, your, your friend ends up in Missouri. You go support him. You get stabbed on a dock. Like if, mm-hmm. if, if he stays in the game, he's going to end up like that dude, whether it be mm-hmm. career death or actual death. He, and when he dies, it's a harbinger of like, th- not only did this town take this mentor from me, but it has shown me where the end is unless I end this here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. Ugh. I love I love Roadhouse. And I think that dude is undefeatable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, that is kind of how they portray him in Roadhouse. Yeah, and in Point Break, while Bodhi is tough, but he's also just like a surfer dude. He's not ripping people's throats out with That's- his bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was just thinking that like he's got a little bit of that yeah hit me again energy you know like you break his nose and he's and he's laughing in your face sort of a thing oh he's I, he's tough he's taken you know the hits on the surfboard smacked him in the head he's ran into coral and just got up and did it again he's tough <laughs> mm-hmm. but I don't think he's get your throat ripped out tough I don't think <laughs> you know what the throat rip wins you're right you it really right does yeah, I mean, yeah, and I just think the the Roadhouse man knows how to use everything. Like, if they fought in a bank, he would hit that motherfucker with a cash drawer. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. like fucking That's okay. Homeboy's True. ready for Freddy. Like, if it's surfboard, surfs up, pal, as they say at the end of Last Boy Scout. You know, he would just fuck Bodie up wherever they was at beach. Here's some sand in your eye and a fucking shell up your ass. You know, yeah, he, you, he would you just find a way. Drop. You're right. You can't get the drop on him. Like he's he's always ready to throw down. Right. And he's used to fighting multiple opponents. You know, it's just I, I just think he's really ready for Freddy. Uh, he'll fuck around and make you a ghost like his. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll make pottery together. <laughs> oh, my darling. Oh, Unchained Melody. So good. So good. <laughs> Dude, I hunger for your touch as you rip my throat out tonight. <laughs> All right, so yeah, wow, man, uh, Dalton, Dalton, Dalton from Roadhouse yeah, Dalton wins. From Roadhouse. Yeah. All 100%. right. Um, I guess I'm gonna go with weird picks again. How about that? How about we'll just do some weird picks again? All right. How about Jason Statham? Mm-hmm. When you got either we got Lee Christmas from The Expendables for. Oh, I know what a name, right? Amazing. Frank Martin from the Transporter, mm. uh, Deckard Shaw from Furious Nine, and then we're gonna go with uh, yeah, we'll go with those three. There's some other ones that he does as well, which are pretty tight. What the I guy from those... Crank? <laughs> I mean, yeah, listen, that's what that I was guy thinking from about Crank Chev, is motivated. Chev Chelios. Chev that's the guy from Crank. Now that's a fucking movie star name right there, Chev Chelios. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna make an argument for the Italian job with Handsome Rob, but I decided that no, I don't think so. Nah, no. he's more of like a smooth. He's like Tom Hardy in Inception as Handsome Rob. He's not like yeah. he's not the guy who's gonna throw down and break your face. Yeah, exactly. So again, we find a guy who's basically playing the same role across multiple franchises. Exactly. Um, like it's hard, it's hard to vote against the transporter. Like he's essentially John Wick before John Wick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just unflappable, always has an escape plan. Even when he doesn't have his car, he's hardcore as fuck. And then he gets in a car and he's even more hardcore as fuck. He could, he could detach bombs from underneath his car by jumping it past a construction crane. Yeah. Doing you know. a, a 360 twist to do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, it's hard to vote against him. But then you have uh, fan, uh, Fast and the Furious powers, right? Where again, Stands toe to toe with Vin Diesel and Chris uh, Chris Rock with Chris Rock uh, <laughs> and, and the Rock. You know who else stood toe to toe with Chris Rock? Will oh, Smith, he's coming up next. We, We're going to get. We will to definitely him. do Will Smith. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. This is fun. Oh, I mean, I'm having a great time. I just want everybody out there listening to know this is so fun. I've never watched The Expendables. Um, that's, badass. that's all you need to know about me but i was gonna say i think i think shaw might take this one with the reasoning being that like he has stood toe-to-toe with superpowered dom toretto and superpowered hobbs in the fast and the furious universe i mean this motherfucker can't die in the same way those guys can't die mm, yeah so i you know as much as the transporter is pretty kick-ass. I still think Shaw, especially being an international man of mystery, who's always five steps ahead, like the transporter's on the run for his life, but Shaw is going to like catch him in some kind of trap and and take him down. That's how that's yeah. what I feel like. And if it comes I'll, down to driving, he can drive really good too. Hell yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah, I have to, I think I'm going to agree. I think Deckard Shaw is the way to go on that one. That was fun. It's uh, so we spent a lot of time in machismo land. It's time to find out who would win amongst an actress's roles, roles, roles. Uh, I think we should start with an easy one a lady that fights and stuff. Oh, fuck it. Charlize Theron in her roles. Which of her roles would win? She She's Cypher in the Fast and the Furious, but I think she's more of a computer hacker. She can fight very good, but her main skill is computer hacking and staying in the way. She is a serial killer, as Eileen Warnos in Monster. <laughs> Eileen uh, Warnos wins. I'm sorry. No, yeah, she, she's, in, she's in um, Eon Flux. Oh, um, shit. She, oh, she was that. in Old. Uh, the old what's, that, what's that shit? The Old Guard. Old Guard, where she's like an immortal chick. I, I don't know. I think that might be the one. Because she well, was like an immortal battle lady. I think it's between her and Atomic Blonde. Oh yeah, she's, she's hardcore in Atomic Blonde. Like she, yeah. she whips some ass. But that yeah. said, they do take pains to like keep her human. Like she's she's getting hurt and bleeding and limping around and like still winning fights and shit. But she's not the same sort of immortal badass that she is in the old guard. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a, that that might be a genre win, but maybe the baddest ass she's been has been in Atomic Blonde. You know, uh, yeah. as like a person agree. who, you know, yeah. yeah. Of course, there is that. one character that she's going to play that will win them all. Clea? Clea, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, just magic powers. I mean, we're, we're mostly talking about right. fights, yeah. but yes, a fights yeah. with, yeah. If, if you had magical powers and you didn't use them in a fight, what the fuck do you have before? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah, I'm guessing it's going to probably go between Cypher and, and, um, what what's her character from? What Old about Eon Andy? Flux? There's no love for Eon no, Flux, it, even though it was terrible mm, compared yeah, to the cartoon. I have I've never seen that movie because I've heard nothing but uh, bad things. That yep. said, yeah, that me said, neither. Okay, but 
Well, you know, she was also in Hancock, and she was Hancock's weakness. Shit. Yeah, she and she was super, she was super duper like a super angel from outer space type shit. Uh, yeah. I, th- I still think we're counting Atomic Blonde. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she's very she tough. She's very Blonde. tough in it. I take her just because it's tough. the best. Lorraine Broughton is who is the character's name in Atomic Blonde. Yeah, but if we're gonna keep it to the same rules as the guys, yeah, fine. But I, I think we would count. I think we count human characters that actually could do stuff on a human level, even if it guys. is hyped up. You're 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 forgetting a really really important one here. Oh shit! Furiosa from Mad oh, Max. Oh, oh, oh wow! Yeah, I think okay. Furiosa wins. I think that's a good one. We're we're out of here. Smoke uh, bomb. Yeah. I, I mean, outside outside of the Inhuman superpowered characters, nobody's beating Furiosa. She'll she'll yeah, take anybody down. Yeah, yeah, yeah that done. Yep. She, with yep. what she's lived through, there is no way that anyone has been through as much as she has. Um. Okay. Another lady, Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Well, and he. This is. See, this gets funky again because Lucy wins. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, amongst people with human abilities that actually could engage in a street fight. Um, we got Black Widow. We got whoever the we got uh, uh, the chicken goes to the shell. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she doesn't count because she's a she, super she's robot. Japanese in that. One. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. She's a robot in that one. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't think that counts as human abilities. I think we're going to start counting these as goddamn human abilities. But if you put her inhuman characters up against each other, it is kind of interesting. Mm. I mean, Lucy is essentially an omnidimensional god by the end of that movie. So I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe take her out of it. But that alien from under the skin versus uh. the android from Ghost in the Shell, because that yeah. under the skin alien was no joke. Yeah. 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 No. That's. That's ill. She is sort of a man eater in these movies, huh? I mean, but literally she, in that movie. <laughs> you know, but you know what? I got to say, I think we're discounting the withering gaze that her character from Ghost World, which is doing all these proceedings, just like, oh, this is so hack and cliche. People are so old. And they would just Ugh. be like, oh, they would just wither and die from her, from her appraisal of them. <laughs> I don't know, man. Black Widow could fight the good fight. But yeah, I think if she's fighting a dead monsters like this you'd get beat up but i think she would beat up all the rest of the human level characters yeah look as far as her as far as her withering characters go uh in that in that movie directed by joseph gordon levitt don john uh where he's like he's like a guido who's addicted to porn and she's like his new jersey girlfriend who just busts balls Uh i I mean that's yeah that's a tough one as well (laughs) Yeah. Oh, dude. If we're gonna open it up to emotional emotional damage, yeah. if, we're, if we're gonna open it up to emotional damage, her oh. that she plays the operating system in her, she'll fuck around, make oh, you fall shit. in love with her, and then join a world consciousness and leave you. <laughs> like, I I am in eighteen thousand other relationships, <laughs> right to the heart. Right. It's like that not only not only has she left you, she's left you in a way that is impossible for a human woman to accomplish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she's 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 yeah, she's outstripped you on every level. She's evolved past you. Damn, yeah. which you know, that happens in several of her movies. 
do when we look at some of these roles it's funny how people um and there's also like just to have a little fun with the subject real quick um i want to do motherfucking al pacino and one of the first ones uh, there's you know there's a godfather there's this there's that dude vincent hannah from heat versus tony montana hannah versus montana i'm like (laughs) (laughs) i mean first of all Great. It rhymes, so it always works if it rhymes. But yeah, obviously. But you're you're really discounting Serpico here. Serpico fucks both those motherfuckers up. Yeah. Oh, dude, Serpico is tough as nails. He gets like shot in the face and the balls and all types of places in that yeah. movie. So I I have no qualms about that. Serpico is a bad motor scooter. And he's certainly more hard than Corleone, I would I would oh. say. Yeah, I mean, Michael Corleone is not going to win any fights, really. Although, that said, he did fight in World War II and win some kind of medal for bravery. I still don't think yeah. he's going to take anybody in a fight. I, <laughs> I also think, think... a very important one, though, and that's Al Pacino I... is Big Boy Caprice uh, and what? Dick Tracy. Oh, Jesus. We're definitely not forgetting that because that dude would get fucking housed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that, that ugly fuck! I would I would pay money to see Vincent Hannah be like, "You got a big nose, and you're sticking it in all the wrong places." You know, he's just he's just going fucking crazy. Like, Something about a cartoon woman's ass. You know, what I mean? <laughs> he's just going to town with his coked up heat antics on on the Dick Tracy character. I would love to see that. Vincent Hanna and Tony Montana are also having a battle of coke strength. By the way, <laughs> that's a good They're point. Both Ooh. on cocaine Ooh. in the battle. That's, I might, you know what? I might give it to uh, Vincent Hanna for that one. I mean, also Vincent Hanna. I got to say, there's a scene. And he, he has such beautiful stunt work. You never question the, the authenticity of anything. Mm-hmm. But there's a fucking scene where Al Pacino, who is 5'3", with the boots on from I'm Gonna Get You Sucker that have like the platforms <laughs> with fish yep. in them, six-inch platform shoes. He's 5'3", wearing those. Okay. Yep. 145 pounds soaking wet. He runs through a fucking hotel door like a fucking Captain America and slams into Henry Rollins, 90s Henry Rollins with all the muscles in the world, slams him through a sliding door and beats the shit out of him instantly with with overwhelming force and ferocity. My man, that Vincent Hatta has been hitting the gym. That's some incredible shit. This is what I'm saying. I think Vincent Hanna's willingness to just fucking throw down is going to like Tony Montana is wants to be more of an operator. Like he's, he's not throwing hands if he can help it. Vincent Hanna will run you down. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, yeah. I dude, he shows up at the, at the Tony Montana house and shoots the guy that shot Tony <laughs> and he shoots all the bad guys, drives him away. His team starts coming in heat style, fucking shooting the fuck out of those dudes. Yeah. <laughs> they, they defeat the whole death squad. Damn. Uh, is there anybody else? Uh, and we can't say that he could fight the devil. I well, think I the devil say. would the yeah, devil would beat Vincent Hanna. I'm sorry, Vincent yeah. Hanna is too obsessed with his stuff. Like if the devil could say, "Hey, buddy, I'll help you solve all the crimes and help the world. All you got to do is give me your immortal soul." Vincent Hanna would hand that motherfucker over and be like, "Okay, what's our first case?" You know what I'm saying? Like he's very. I think he's so dedicated to his job, the devil could defeat him in that way. Yeah. Well, absolutely. as far as Pacino goes, I have not seen it. But I do know he plays like a hardened criminal in Carlito's way. 
Yeah, yeah. He's also very much a bluster guy in there, though, which is really okay. great. Like he he could shoot a little bit, but he could be like very intimidating and get out of having to shoot people because like they that classic scene. Uh, he's bluffing where they go like, "You think you big time? You gonna die big time? All right." Here come the pain. It's been on rap albums. It's a bit, it's a big monologue. While he's doing that monologue, he has no bullets in his gun. So mm-hmm. he's basically saying all that shit to make the guys get scared or go away. And they do. And he is so relieved when he comes around that corner. There's nobody to <laughs> shoot the shit out of him because he has no bullets. You know, it's a big bluff. So yeah. I think, yeah, Vincent Han ain't falling for no bluffs, dude. And he's an expert marksman. He like shot Tom Sizemore in the neck while he was holding a baby. Oh, like, yeah. That's that's a range confidence. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't think he's ever played a character that had more deadly ability than Vincent Hanna. Yep. So, yeah, there you go. There it is. Um, and uh, you know what? I, I think we should bring out uh, uh, the, the, the winner of uh, this year's Oscars, Michelle Yeoh. Oh, that is fucking interesting. Okay, what level of superhuman kung fu power? Because she always has superhuman kung fu power. It's true. So, what level of it? Like, Crouching Tiger hit a dragon level kung fu power. Uh, I know, that's the problem. uh, Everywhere, everything, all at once kung fu power. Mm. Uh, Super Cop kung fu power is a little lower than that. You know, I think our character for Super Cop is bad as fuck, but would get housed by the super kung fu from the other movies. I almost think you have to like put the the more magical or super powered characters up against each other and sort of forget the more grounded ones, because in that case you're doing everything everywhere versus everything everywhere all at once versus Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon versus Shang Chi. So mm-hmm. like of those three uh, mystical warrior women, who would win? Well, theoretically, there's one on a there's one in one of the universes that could beat up the chick from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. But yes. I think for the purposes of this conversation, Crouching Tiger defeats Shang Chi just by a little bit, just because she was like she seemed more vicious. Uh, yeah, from I my mean, from my recollection, yeah. it seemed like she was more vicious. Although maybe that isn't an indicator of super fighting skill at all. Maybe I'm just making a sort of a an assumption. Yeah. I think she was like harder in that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she was, but see, that's the thing. She was so graceful and calm in Shang-Chi because she was like, she had such command over her power. Exactly. Whereas, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whereas in Crouching Tiger, she is a little bit more like all business, but that's because I think she feels more threatened, um, especially by, uh, the younger girl whose name I'm forgetting, but you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. The one that got the green destiny and started going nuts, fucking shit up. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm. Mm. And then of course, you know, Evelyn and everything everywhere all at once has like a bazillion memories. Some weird superpowers ish situation. She's seen a butt plug at like a trophy (laughs) go up someone's butthole. She's seen some shit. I mean, to be fair, I've seen that too, but I mean, <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I mean, I think the thing about everything everywhere is like, she sort of has the built in ability to level up to whatever, to whatever the needs of the situation are, you know, yeah. it's almost matrix like in that way, which maybe that's what we should hit on next, by the way. Um, um 
I'm going. I'm still going to go with Yushu Lian from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I think. Wow. Okay. I, I think it's. I think. Well. Hmm, no, I'm wrong. I'm going Evelyn Kwan. Yeah. Well, I mean, just the ability to level up is a big deal. But that's the thing. What if? What if Homegirl from Crouching Tiger was able to go level up? You know what I'm saying, and have that time True. to do all that shit. You know what if what if she saw all herself? How many badass kung fu selves does she have out there? Mm. You know what I mean. Mm. Mm. Might be a kung fu stalemate across the universe. Here, here's okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a uh, throw a wrench in here. Okay. I feel like Yushu Len or whatever her name is in Crouching Tiger is just a variant. Of Evelyn from Everything Everywhere All at Once. <laughs> Whereas Man. I don't I don't think her character from Shang-Chi is. No. And in that case, I'm definitely going Evelyn because if Evelyn has got the Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon abilities on top of everything else, huh. she's throwing down. And in that memory, not only was she Michelle Yeoh, but she had those powers in the real world in that world. And that's why she got to play all those roles. Remember that? I do remember. Yeah. Well, like, okay. So if 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 indeed it is uh, Evelyn from Do Everything Everywhere All at Once, I think that does lead us. Good job, Ron, into the Matrix and all that shit. But I gotta say, honor honor Johnny Utah. I think he would get fucked up by many of Keanu's other characters. I think all of his characters could beat up his character in Devil's Advocate (laughs) at playing a Southern lawyer. Keanu playing a Southern lawyer. Oh, my God. Only outdone by Keanu playing a posh British lawyer in Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, absolutely. So, yes, I think those characters would get their shit rocked. But I got to say, if we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty, let's just do it. Speed Hey, mm. him and Speed is a bad mm. motor scooter, man. Mm. You're right I mean, about I just that wanna, shit. You want to bring up Speed? I feel like we should do a little bit of, like, with Keanu's characters, I almost feel like it's, like, street-level versus, you know, super-powered guys. Does Keanu, does Wick count as super-powered? Well, here's the thing. I just want to take Neo off the table completely because outside the Matrix, Neo's he's, a bitch. Yeah, he's <laughs> nothing. He doesn't know how to fight outside the Matrix. That's what I'm saying. And and I would also like to say that as powerful as Neo got, as let's say the Neo in the start of two, let's limit it there, because afterwards he's like controlling the atoms of everything and all this weird shit. That Neo right there that could bend buildings, fly around. I'm gonna tell you something, mean Gene. If you put John Wick in the Matrix and told him that all he had to do was beat Neo's ass to get a perfect replica of his wife and to go on into the sunset living happily after after with a dog that never dies. Mm. He would kick the living shit out of Neo buildings for thousands of miles away would crumble in the dust from the blows that he would land on Neo. He would learn the matrix like that. He wouldn't need any fucking magical characters to tell him anything. He would get that ass. He would fuck that guy up on his home turf. Now, like I said, later in the third was where he's moving every atom 
no, obviously. But at that time, when and when he's fighting Agent Smith, Agent Smith don't know jujitsu. Agent mm. Smith ain't deadly like John Wick, dude. You know that does bring up an interesting question of like, what would happen if you put somebody in the Matrix who, in the real world, already has all this knowledge and That's has like, the mind body connection of being the deadliest man in the world? Like they would be and the extra. Focus. Yeah, the discipline, the, right? The singular focus. That's the thing. Yeah. It's <laughs> the one big line that they talk about in John Wick mm-hmm. that I think really makes a difference, especially when you know about how martial arts works. That singular focus is one of the most important things that you can have in in fighting. Like period. Yep. It's just it has to there has to be a singular focus and no mindedness to everything you're doing where your goal is is sure the end of of whatever that fight is but you're you're not even focused on that either. Um, mm-hmm. But I do want to bring up one character that may throw a monkey wrench that I think you all forgot, and it might be one of the most important things I've ever brought up, and it also will bother you. Constantine. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Mm. Does magic work in the Matrix? Can you put John Constantine in the Matrix and make him believe his magic doesn't work because it doesn't work in the Matrix? Or is John Constantine already in some kind of matrix because the ability to access magic would have to be in some kind of matrix. (laughs) John Constantine is like one of those weird uh, albino twins from the the sequels in the matrix. Uh, Yeah. Some some messed up program that's glitching out in there. Talking about I'm, I'm a British bisexual. I've, I've, I've (laughs) smoked, I got cancer. I'm crazy. (laughs) This this wandering around broken program. John Constantine is a broken program. Yeah. Let me make another argument too. You you talked about the focus. John Wick learns whatever magic he needs to learn to beat Constantine. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> here's the thing, though. Magic is real. <laughs> but here's the thing. I I think in the Matrix, right? Learning kung fu skills and things like that is just as simple as uploading a program. Oh. But like. Would that wouldn't work the same for learning magic, right? Like you would actually have to take no. time to learn the magic. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Also, here's the question: If you know kung fu in the Matrix, do you also know it outside of the Matrix? Can you actually fight? Because I mean, I, th- I think you know it, but your body is so underdeveloped that like you're not going to be able point. to kick yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Ju- basically. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah, John Wick is, is very capable of fighting in a debilitated state. So if you're both messed up, he's going to still beat you up. 100%. So, oh, I had a funny one. Um, Hercules versus the Hulk. Both paid by Lou Ferrigno. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's actually really good. That <laughs> you is know? good. Because like the Hulk had a certain level of strength, Hercules did certain stuff. I do think Hercules was quite a bit stronger than the version of the Hulk that we got he- in this 70s and 80s you know yeah and the movie, i mean he throw play. a bear into space or something yeah he's like real real badass i was gonna say i think the worst that that 1970s hulk ever did was like bust through walls or bend metal pipes you know what i mean yeah. he would lift up a car sure i saw okay. him lift up a car once or twice 
He didn't even throw the car. He just lifted it up. Like uh, like they say that a scared mom could do. That's what they have Lou Ferrigno doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude. Ah, yeah, I think it's 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 funny just to see the visuals. Anybody out there, just please Google Lou Ferrigno as Hercules. It is so funny. He looks so, so, so funny. funny. He looks so funny. And he's got this big voluminous helmet of wonderful hair. And he's just oiled to the nines with like wristbands and a loincloth. And he's just so really ridiculously big. I think he was at his biggest though in the later Hulk movies. The later mm-hmm. Hulk movies, his traps were like, he looked like a Hulk drawing. Like his traps were up around his fucking hairline. You know what I'm I mean, saying? I mean, I love that. That's, you know. Yeah, That's he was fantastic. so big. Yeah, he was so big. But yeah, I think Hercules wins this one. I think Hercules is the most powerful person uh, Lou Ferrigno ever played by far. I love that you went with Lou Ferrigno because now I feel like we got to go with uh, another muscle man, Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. So Ed and I had a little bit of a of a pre-discussion, which I think you can hear on the Patreon. But um, we we said Dutch from Predator. Versus okay. Harry Tasker from True Lies. Ooh, right. Oh, and I, and you know what? I just found one. I just found one just in my mind. John Matrix oh. from Commando. Commando. I mean that. I think that is the yeah. troika. Really, when you really look at overall deadly ability. Now, obviously, if we're going by the rules of each person's universe or something, uh, Jack, whatever the fuck from uh, from uh, Last Action Hero. Had yes. a lot of like, I mean, he could blow up your car with one bullet. He could, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're talking about that. Uh, but, you know, outside of that, the characters that he, and, and, and hey, total respect to Total Recall. That guy yep. was a badass hand, hand-to-hand combatant, a super spy, very, very strong, like ridiculously strong. Well, he's um, Arnold. Yeah. And we're not but, talking you know, I mean, about but, the predator. Yeah. We're not obviously not talking about Terminator. Terminator would be kind of like, yeah, he's just kind of. Yeah. Wreck yeah, I mean, I think, I think he wins. Yeah, he wins. Yeah, inarguably 100%. in all situations. Yes. <laughs> okay, but yeah, but I want to throw a little wrench in there. How about okay. how about throwing Conan in? I mean, uh, I mean, that is pretty hard, dude. Because, like, okay, honestly, bro, if you throw Conan into that, it makes it really interesting. Because the thing that that all of them possess is a preternatural super strength. Now, if we're looking at modern combat techniques, mm-hmm. I I know Conan's had a lot of fights with a lot of people, but Harry Tasker throwing some John Wick ass shit on his ass, yeah, might overcome some of that primal muscle, even if they haven't seen anything as strong as him. I think maybe Conan is his strongest representation of a character, perhaps. Yeah. Well, he also he, he plays Hercules in that terrible overdubbed uh, Hercules <laughs> in New York or whatever it is. Okay, so for fun, we go Hercules versus the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> That's a comic book I would read right there. Yeah. Yeah, I think at the end, Term- Terminator punches through that Hercules' chest, yeah, I mean, from what I can recall yeah. from the 70s yeah. production value. Uh, but yeah, if we're looking at the human characters, like, because John Matrix is a bad motherfucker, man. Yeah. He's oh, yeah. a really good beginning. fighter. Yeah. John really Matrix good fighter. will rip a pipe off the wall and javelin it through a human body. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But then, uh, they, but then we get to. Saw yeah. blades and shave your head off. <laughs> 
from like a hundred yards. He he does track and field fighting. He'll discus a saw blade. He'll javelin a pipe. He javelins. He javelins your shit. He discuses and then he hurdles your dead body. (laughs) But at the same time, but Dutch literally Mm. beats a predator. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that's that's the one I think is like uh it, and when we were ta- when we were discussing it, it seemed like he was like a almost a no-brainer at the time, but then we thought about Harry Tasker's set of skills, so they got similar yep. builds and blah blah. Then you look at this Conan Jazz. I just think there is this true grit that Dutch has that I think approaches a Conan level, but also a level of tactical skill that approaches yeah. the John Matrix level. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I think John Matrix gets by a little bit by being, you know, in a more cartoonish universe. Um, mm-hmm. Like he's he's a little bit more towards last action hero than any of the rest of these guys. 100%. Mm. That yeah, said, yeah. I mean, even within that context, though, he also is a little bit more of a meathead, whereas like Dutch and Harry Tasker are both working with, you know, good spy brains. Dutch more of like a special forces guy, Harry Tasker more of like a CIA spy, but like both of those guys I think are going to outthink any other Schwarzenegger guy, maybe barring a Terminator who's a computer. But like, you know, <laughs> that's that's my take. That's why I think it does come down to Dutch and Harry Tasker. Yeah, for those who don't remember, Harry Tasker was a fucking technician and he had some like he had yeah. a nice Ethan Hunt esque bathroom fight, uh hinting at one of our headliners uh, mm-hmm, in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he had some pretty dope ass fights in a bunch of different environments. He's really he could fucking go get a jet and shoot your ass with it. I mean, he just showed an ability to just but then Predator, I mean Dutch adapts to his environment just as well i mean you think dutch dutch killed a predator with some string and you know i think if he was in an office building he'd kill you with a stapler is all i'm saying i agree with that but then my mind goes to that true lies scene where harry tasker is tied up and like high off his ass on sodium pentothal or whatever they give him and yet he tells that well-armed guard exactly how he's going to kill him and then proceeds to execute on that plan you know my right. handcuffs? I picked them. Yeah. Harry Tasker's bad as shit. Yeah. I think, oh, man. I think maybe Dutch, especially if he's already beaten the Predator, he might take this weird doppelganger kind of weird, like, yeah, this weird alien. I'll defeat him. And I think he might fuck around and fall into a trap. Mm. Yeah. I think he might fall. He might actually get trapped instead of doing the trapping this time. I think Harry might get him. I don't know, man, but Harry also lives in a tiny bit more of a last action hero world, too. That's I mean, true. for for a world with aliens, Predator World just seems so fucking hard and sort of real, i.e., just because you have a bunch of guns doesn't mean you're going to hit anything if this guy's superior and he's running across tree branches 40 feet above and he's a superhuman and all this kind of shit. Ha. <sighs> it's hard for me to vote against Dutch. This might be our first split decision. I think Dutch. Dutch or Harry Caster, I don't really, I don't really think either one of those is a bad choice. I think both of them have the abilities and skills and shit. But yeah, uh, you know, here's the last argument for for Dutch. Harry Tasker has more weaknesses you could exploit with his family mm. and like the fact that he is living a double life, whereas Dutch is pure soldier all the way. So <laughs> I, I'm leaning towards Dutch in this one. 
I think we all are. I think maybe we all yeah. are. Like I, this is a tight battle. Any of them could win, given the right circumstances. But I feel like Dutch pulls it out the most often. If you run this a hundred times, he wins like forty of those times, and the other guys get like twenty and twenty or something along those uh, thirty and thirty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. John Matrix gets a couple because he's like, "Yeah, you did not anticipate that I had an axe in my boot and I pulled it out." <laughs> you know, he yeah. just yeah. kicks the front door in and kills everybody before they can react. That's a John yeah, Matrix just, move right there. Yeah, like like all the guys are like, uh, "John Matrix is coming. Well, what are we going to do? Okay, we'll just go outside this boom and aim towards enemy SC fours just right there at the door." <laughs> <laughs> get out exactly <laughs> they're one of the people in the background the second unit shots of those barracks blowing up <laughs> that, that's harry tasker <laughs> and, fucking, and then out of yeah. nowhere a bunch of blades come flying through <laughs> yeah mm. dude mm-hmm. yeah just chopping heads harry tasker's last thought as his head is shorn apart is of his wife <laughs> and kids uh okay so we we mentioned this guy but you know what's interesting about this one i think he has a a key character that's badass, but he has been badass multiple ways. We could talk about it, and that is Tom Cruise. If we're in the multiverse and we made yeah. all of Tom Cruise's characters have a mega battle, we have, of course, Pete Maverick Mitchell. I think is his name. Yep. Um, uh, so we we have that. We got the guy from uh, Cocktail. Yeah, throw some alcohol on you, maybe throw some fire on you, do a little little yeah. impromptu Molotov cocktail. <laughs> Don't okay, all right. <laughs> we got the kid from uh, the kid from Risky Business. He'll call a a, a big hooker to come beat you, beat your ass. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of all the preposterous ones. I think it's funny with Tom Cruise, like to tr- try to get his characters to fight. If you really look at it, very few of them actually do fight. Yeah. Him and uh, Magnolia talking about, hey, you got to make chicks respect the cock. That guy, that guy versus cocktail. <laughs> I mean, I'm also thinking about him in Rain Man too. Just a yeah. yup, oh. just a yuppie putz. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what about him in Legend? Like him in Legend oh. is, is is he's pretty battle hearted from living in a fantasy world. That's true. That's true. How about the uh, Cole Trickle from Days of Thunder? You know. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, the discount mm. Pete Mitchell. <laughs> how about the how about the, the the guy in the wheelchair from Born on the Fourth of July? Like, you know? I mean, oh, why you bullshit? That's a that's a pretty big one. He has actual soldier skills. hundred <laughs> like, percent. Like he's yeah. seen some shit. Uh, are we going to do with the obvious Ethan Hunt? Obviously. Oh, oh, the, no, no, no. The obvious guy. You mean uh, the guy from Night and Day? Like, <laughs> yes. That's what exactly. I mean, listen. Was he night or day in that? Wasn't he? He was night. I, yeah, he was a bad motor scooter in that movie, too. He was doing all kind of crazy shit. I think James Mangold directed that. Yeah. To be fair, he also played Jack Reacher at one point. Yes, he oh, did. dude, yeah, Jack Reacher. Don't, oh, don't my God. This it. is a packed category. This and, is getting nuts now, dude. I just also want to bring up his character in Collateral. I can't remember the guy's name. That, that guy oh, is shit. Hitler. That dude was and, a bad motherfucker. Oh, bad yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Dang. And then the coup de gras of Ethan Hunt. Well, yes. I mean, that's crazy. But but no, I thought it was going to be Ethan Hunt in a walk. But look at these guys who have presented themselves. How about uh, the guy from Minority Report, by the way? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super future shit, cop. Or, yeah. He was bad of tomorrow. Oh, shit, oh yeah. shit. Dude, hold on. Wow. Hold on. The, I mean, is Tom Cruise that? And see, that is where people make that argument. See, our episode is Tom Cruise the greatest, but 
that's where people can make the art argument that like much like Keanu Reeves is getting this this final push is like maybe the greatest action star of all time. When you really look back at it, Tom Cruise, I think it's fucking Tom Cruise for American actors. You know, I yeah. think it's Tom Cruise. I mean, I, I also I also want to bring up uh, the Last Samurai. Yeah, you know, problematic movie in some ways, <laughs> but like yeah. he whoops some ass in that movie. He is like, yeah, he is battle hardened by the American Civil War, and then he goes and gets trained by the greatest samurai of all time in Japan. Like that dude will fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, but like, okay, looking at like the extraordinary skills that that homeboy would have from edge of tomorrow i think putting that up against maybe an ethan hunt is pretty cool mm. and you see like jack reacher like this little baby jack reacher because like you know you watch that amazon prime special most <laughs> of jack reacher's stuff is like i am so skillful but my skillful ass will get behind you and then i'm a linebacker i'm brian erlacher that just popped up behind you what could brian erlacher do if he got within six inches of you and you didn't know it yeah. You get ruined. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's kind of the, but like, this Jack Reacher is more of a, you know, pressure point guy, a, a kick your knee out guy, a trip you guy, you know? Yeah. I, you know what, though? Like, I keep going back. I think he, uh, he was Vincent in Collateral. Yes. Yeah. That character, I mean, that is probably the hardest character that Tom Cruise has ever played. Mm. And like, that guy is a full on psychopath who clearly has spent time in multiple war zones and is just working as a contract killer. Like that dude is, is fucking gnarly. And the only reason he loses is because he just underestimates what Jamie Foxx's character is going to do. That's literally the only reason he loses. If, if they got out of the car and then fought each other, we know what would have happened there. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, but you know what? I gotta say though, sometimes when they ask you what you want to drink to wash down your beer and your burger, you just say Coke, you know? And sometimes you just gotta say that all these motherfuckers can fight, but Ethan Hunt can fight his ass off and take a beating and fucking drive and fucking hold his breath hella long. All these different things. I just think in a world without a mech suit, even. I think he could fuck up even the Edge of Tomorrow guy. It just seems like he's been through so many real life danger things that he's just kind of unbeatable. I'll make an argument that if you give Ethan Hunt a plane, he gives Maverick a run for his money. (laughs) Is he hanging out the side of the plane or is he in the plane? (laughs) He hangs out the side. Then he gets to the cockpit. He doesn't win that, that fight. But he survives, and then they both end up on the ground, and then he chokes out Maverick. <laughs> shits his pants <laughs> after he gets choked out. But nobody ever finds out about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Sometimes when you get choked out, you shit your pants. I'm just yeah, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think supposedly uh, Gene LaBelle or somebody like that did it to Steven Seagal. I love. And that. I hope it's true. Yeah. yeah. Me too. <laughs> um, so even if we were to say, I think, I think uh, it's it's funny what our headliner uh, is going to be prescribed by me because it's interesting. I do believe that if we do, okay, Ethan Hunt, if the if the bracket is Ethan Hunt versus Vincent from Collateral versus, I mean, uh, I think it, I think it's probably Edge of Tomorrow guy. Edge yeah, of Tomorrow Cage guy, is, yeah. Cage is his name. Uh, I mean, realistically, if Edge of Tomorrow guy won this because. 
he knows all this shit from being in Superworld. That's fine. But yeah. I also think that um, just the style of fighting and the literal, like, I think what he has more than super battle skills is like the ability to play a very complicated video game. Well, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like transferring Dance Dance Revolution foot speed to mm. kicking a guy in the neck. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like if we're having a street fight and Homeboy's not in an armature with a big, long-ass Final Fantasy sword and all that extra bullshit, I think that Ethan Hunt kicks the shit out of that dude. I think it's more like – I think Jack Reacher could maybe beat up Ethan Hunt, especially if Ethan Hunt just had a whole adventure before and then had to fight him on a mountaintop somewhere. I think Jack Reacher might be able to beat up Ethan Hunt. But if it's if Ethan Hunt has to fight his way past Jack Reacher to shut off the nuclear bomb, he's going to do it. That is That's it. It's just it. Yeah. I mean, he I, is a man of pure fucking will to borrow yeah, yeah. the John Wick. You know, I do want to point out, though, that Ethan Hunt, like his primary thing in those movies is not fighting. I, mean, I agree. We have seen him kick ass, but he also always seems to be a little bit like out of his depth when he's fighting. Like, that is him true. And, him, and Han- him and Henry Cavill together couldn't even handle that one dude in the bathroom. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but that I think that's also part of the new action star, though. Like, even John Wick, right? John Wick yeah. fucks some dudes up for living very quickly. But he yeah. spends a lot of times on some other dudes because he's just like... Yeah, when your main <sighs> guy comes, you're going to get his... He's going to get punched. <laughs> I'm a juvenile, but, like, when your main guy comes, just... <laughs> just like, yeah, you're going to get stuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just so that that threw me off. Sorry. Yeah, maybe maybe Ethan Hunt is even more of like a Catwoman that I'm giving them credit for. You know, like fight good enough to do some parkour to get the fuck out of here to get to the bomb to the bomb. You know what I'm saying? It's like this. He's like a parkour athlete, uh, uh, District B13 type. You know, mm. just he's like a guy who's like a cat cat like quickness, run across rooftops, get out. Of, it'd be interesting to see Ethan Hunt have a fight with some of Jackie Chan's. Um, uh, oh, hell yeah. More human level characters like him versus uh, Jackie Chan from Rumble in the Bronx. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Do you, who do you think Ethan Hunt could uh, possibly lose to, given the fact that he has been able to be defeated in single combat by other agents? That is a fact. That's what I'm saying. I think there's an opportunity for him to lose to both Reacher and uh, Vincent from Collateral. Like, yeah. I could see either yeah. one. Happening. Yeah. If it's a straight yeah. up fight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Although, did, how, how much fighting did we see Vincent do, though? Vincent was like capping fools at close range and stuff. Yeah, there's a lot more gunplay. I don't know. I just take him to be like, he's just a deadly motherfucker. You know? Yeah. He, yeah. 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 I think I cap Vincent at the type of guys that Ethan Hunt like has a trouble with, okay. but ends up killing. You know what I mean? I think I would classify him there. And I think that fucking Jack Reacher, I think him and Jack Reacher, I think that might be a toss up with like, yeah, like I said, I don't know. I, I have a just hard time betting against Ethan Hunt. I think it's one of those things where, how about this? Eight out of ten times, Ethan Hunt yeah. would lose. But this time isn't the movie that <laughs> Ethan Hunt is in. <laughs> and, he, and he just wins. You know what I'm saying? Because he okay. just has to. You know what I mean? With the Edge of Tomorrow guy, if he's able to relive it a bunch of times, great. Then he beats him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, without exactly. That, I, I think he probably gets uh, taken out. Even after oh, years and years of uh, doing the fighting that he's doing in that thing, I think he probably uh, ends up still losing overall. So and it's just I don't know how uh, how applicable it's, it's like you're having a street fight and one of your main moves is 
rocket boost two times land on him with a fucking 10 ton blast of your your armature take a sword that's 18 feet long cleave those dudes apart over there like those are your moves and that's what you're going to bring to a street fight i'm sorry you would get fucked up if those were your moves that's fair i still think jack reacher gives him a fucking pretty good run for his money so oh yeah no i think like i said i i think eight times out of ten jack reacher beats his ass that, well, you know what? what? I mean, you know, that two out of ten. That's that's what that's what Ethan Hunt. That's the that's the odds. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say you could almost cast like Jack Reacher's essentially Henry Cavill in Mission Impossible Fallout, and uh, Vincent from Collateral is essentially Doug Ray Scott from Mission Impossible Two. Where yeah, like, yeah. you know, they're both essentially rival agents who do things a little bit dirtier, but in the end, Ethan Hunt finds a way to come out on top. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm trying to tell you, man. Right before the, right before it goes, right before the timer goes down, he's just there to there to fucking stop it, dude. Uh, Oh, and you, but you had one, Bill, that I don't want to give short shrift as we dismount here. I think it's very interesting to look at this person's roles, and uh, you said (laughs) Mike Lowry from Bad Boys. Yes, yes, yep. Versus Versus Captain Stephen Hiller from Independence Day. Here's the thing. Will Smith is another guy who has played a couple different sort of superpowered roles. He's yep. also played Muhammad Ali. Um, mm-hmm. Agent Agent J in Men in Black is also a yep. dude who can really handle himself. Mm-hmm. I just felt, though, like in terms of street fighting man, Mike Lowry from Bad Boys and Stephen Hiller from Independence Day are probably the two most street fightingest men he's played. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good, you know, argument. Well, he it, and Hiller had a hell of a punch. He could knock an alien out, even though he had a giant back suit on. <laughs> I mean, one punch takes that alien yeah. out for for hours, drags him through the desert, doesn't wake yeah. up. Yeah, Captain Hiller, aka One Punch Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is that we like we don't see Hiller do as much as. Michael yeah. Lowry. I think you see Mike Lowry do more than you see Hiller do because he flies badass and he figures out the thing. He does knock out the 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 guy in one punch, but like other than that, we don't see him do shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of extrapolating that he's going to have he's some bad, you know military, military training. training. Yeah, etc. Yeah. I think Agent J could get down with those guys. I mean, you see him chasing down that alien through all kinds of weird, in all mm-hmm. kinds of weird ways at the beginning of that first Men in Black, too. Yeah, yeah. He already and, had he already had the skills. And what do we think about um, his character in I Am Legend, Robert Neville? I mean, uh, yeah, I was gonna, I was actually thinking that myself. Like, he's another one of those guys that has the the Riddick um, advantage, where like, yeah. just the environment that he's raised in and the things that he has to go up against kind of level him up in a way. Yeah, and and he's also like a military doctor, so mm-hmm. you know he definitely was uh, he was a soldier first, and then he found his calling or with the biology and shit like that. So after his tours and shit, he you know went went dedicated himself to the sciences, which is why he's the fighting this motherfucker and the doctor this motherfucker. It's so funny that 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 being a requirement of the story, like you have to be a badass fighter and a doctor <laughs> to be in that story. <laughs> I mean. He's yeah. the only one that survives because he's got those that combination of skills. Yeah, I have a certain set of skills that is way more important than that soy sauce colored hair fucker Liam Neeson had taken. <laughs> I'm a doctor and a fighter. Damn it, Jim! I'm a doctor and a fighter. I mean, look, I don't want to. 
I don't want to throw a, a wrench in here, but what about ba- Bagger Vince? You know, he makes white guys better at golf. And <laughs> he's, but he's forget. a magical character, you know. You can't, okay, you got to take yeah. the magical characters out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to take the magical characters out. I was going right. to say, like Hitch, Hitch will neg you to death. So, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah don't forget about that. And do you guys remember Gemini Man? Oh shit! Oh, dude, now look, man. Mm. I okay, look. That was one of those movies where they shot everything at like a billion frames per second, so you could see every pore on everybody's body. And they de-aged homeboy. If we just talk about pure fighting skills, that motherfucker yeah. Gemini man, Henry <laughs> especially yeah. if you count the clone, yeah, that clone, would fuck yeah. your ass. Up. He's like he's like the clone from Logan, you know? He'll yeah, like, yeah, coming in all the skills. Yeah. Mm. Although he, he he conveniently missed Will Smith like a lot for like uh, two hours conveniently enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. It was so like Deathstroke did not terminate nobody guy. <laughs> oh yeah, he also played Deathstroke or uh, uh, Deadshot. Well, Deadshot. Deadshot. Yeah. Oh, a Deadshot would get. I'm just gonna come on and say it. Deadshot would get utterly fucked up. I mean, he, if he has his guns, yeah. But if we're talking about street fight, I think he'd get utterly fucked up. He gets housed. I mean, that's the thing. Like also. Mike Lowry is one of those Michael Bay action stars where yeah. every shot he takes hits somebody. So yeah. I mean, he's essentially yeah. a shot of his of his own. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That's how you shoot. That's how you shoot. <laughs> Absolutely, I love like Mike Lowry, dude. Uh, dude, that's a ah, good that's fucking so movie. Let me just say that immediately. That movie is uh, all. Uh, even the second one is fucking great. The, the second bad one's not is, bad. Yeah, it's, well, this, I, yeah, it's, this, yeah, yeah. When they're busting through the favelas, just tearing up people's homes and humvees, just <laughs> blasting yeah. down. The-, <laughs> the, the second one goes absolutely to shit in the third act. Like yeah. when the Miami police department invades Cuba, I'm a little bit like, all this right, I like, don't know. About this. Okay, we yeah. pushed it a little bit here. Yeah, this um, is a bit too much. I think I also really like Martin Lawrence. Like, that dude makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, it, it, but, but them as a team in that movie is the shit. The the buddy of the super cop that that whole thing yeah. works. Yeah. It's just, and I and I love it for both those actors. Uh, it, it just shit's great. Uh, but yeah, ah, fuck. I think Gemini Man versus Robert Neville is is a badass fight. But like, if they're in a boxing ring, I think Muhammad Ali is gonna knock both of the fuck. Out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, just it might it might take a while. Like he'll knock out Gemini Man. Gemini Man will be doing all this fucking kung fu crap. Like, hey man, you ain't gonna kick me. <laughs> now we are gonna fight boxing style. It's like, oh god, I got to box this doubled man. <laughs> I mean, listen, in, in pure punching power, though, it's got to come down to either Muhammad Ali or Stephen Hiller, who can one punch an alien <laughs> in a back suit. You're actually right. You're actually right. <laughs> The, the punching power, yeah. If it's gonna be, if it's a okay, you, this is the fun, this is the criteria. If it is a kung fu match, I think Gemini Man beats everybody's ass. If it is a boxing match, it's a little bit of a toss up between one <laughs> fucking. If if Hiller can make it past the first round, he mm-hmm. might have a punch. That's I mean, Ali might rope a dope Hiller. Like, let's yeah, let's be yeah. real. I don't know yeah, about Hiller's yeah. foot speed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Hiller. I think Hiller might get worn out, but I think uh, Muhammad Ali might let him stay around for a while, bleed him out like Cooney or something. Mm, you know, he's the greatest. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah, I think that those are the criteria. It depends where we're fighting. And if we're talking about pistols at dawn, Jim and I man probably edges out Neville. 
Neville made some key mistakes and that and that story mm. that let me know that like Jim and I man would probably get him. Yep, you know? I would agree with that. Uh, and the guy from uh, I think in that one where he's with his son, doesn't he get super fucked up in the beginning? So he, he's yeah. no match for any of these characters. <laughs> no, the pursuit no. of happiness guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he can't fight those he's, guys. No. He's just like, hey guys, don't don't punch me. I got some great stock tips for you guys. If you don't beat my ass, I gotta get back to my kid, okay? I just got off the streets. It's a long story. Do not beat me up. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, look, if they're going to have a competition of shorting stocks, I mean, he's going to whoop oh, ass. Dude. He's yeah. going to beat all of their asses. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we're forgetting one other. What is that iRobot? Who's he played? Uh, Dell something? No. Nah, oh, we're yeah. Gonna, we're well, he was a out. cop in there. He's like a future yeah. cop. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's not that tough. He's more of a detective type. Like he can hold yeah. his own, but I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I I still think that we might be discounting Mike Lowry too much I, because Mike Lowry think, is a super cop. I oh, think yeah, so too. No, yeah, he, I he's think Mike, Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry could compete with um, Riggs from Lethal Weapon. Yeah, yeah, and I I think Mike Lowry wins this whole thing and looks cool while doing it. <laughs> oh, he's definitely yeah. walking away with an explosion in the rear view for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you know what? I think I think Mike Lowry's coolness could yeah. allow him to defeat the Gemini Man, and I and I definitely think his his coolness would defeat Robert Neville. Like I think he would just be like, "Man, ah, you have an excuse not to get no bitches, but you acting like it." If that makes sense, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's, he'd be breaking that down to Robert Neville. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty great. And the young Gemini, the young Gemini version of him would be like would get distracted and just be like, why does he look like me? But like a thousand <laughs> times cooler. <laughs> yeah. Dude, why does he look I, like I, me? If I got <laughs> pussy, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Shit. If I wasn't a and lab experiment. Pause, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. He would just, yeah. Look at the coolness and like, look how fresh he looked like. Where did he get that jacket? Oh, my head is exploding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's what happens. That's a nice Porsche. Oh, shit. I'm dead. <laughs> look at how low the buttons on that shirt are undone. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Now, okay. Now, obviously, there are two we have to do before we get out of here. They are huge movie stars. I, d- I don't think it's fair to do Jackie Chan in this in this in this thing. So or Bruce Lee because these I, I just think they're we have to go into their characters and the mi- the minute differences. Ong Bak, From, the guy who did Ong Bak. Yeah, Tony Jaa. Well, that what oh, that but that's what, I, that's what that's what in order to not give all of these great yeah. short shrift, I was going to do a martial arts movie one specifically like this. So we okay. got to get into the differences so, between like uh, China O'Brien versus yes. you know uh, the girl okay. that she played in uh, My Lucky Stars or whatever with Michelle Yeoh or you know shit like that. We could try to like really quantify that and really give it a name, cool. as they say in uh, things to do in Denver when you're dead. So. Um, so that, so yeah, we'll, we'll definitely do that. And we'll definitely even do some Patreon content around that. But so I wanted to get to two movie stars, big movie stars that we haven't talked about this whole time. That's just crazy. We haven't, and they do action stuff and we're going to do motherfucking, I don't know which one to do first. So I'm just going to do Stallone first. Okay. Sylvester Stallone, all of his characters going oh. in a battle royale. Let's take a look at it. Hmm. Here's the thing. Yeah, I mean, but Rocky circa Rocky Four, or even Rocky Three after training with Apollo, like who beat who can beat him? I mean, who can beat him? In a a straight up fight. (laughs) 
Right. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. If if we're in a street fight, I gotta say, oh, no in a street fight, the rock in the street fight, the Rocky from Rocky Five could probably beat anybody. <laughs> that motherfucker was he fucking took down dude. Tommy Gunn, baby. Tommy yeah. Gunn, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Although, well, mm. John Spartan. Dude, John yeah. Spartan's a, John Spartan can really fight. Now he he is in a Last Action Hero universe. Yeah, uh, but he isn't as enhanced as Wesley Snipes is in that movie. They make that very clear. That's true. He is a human being level strength. He's not, you know. Hmm. I mean, and then we Ram- also got look, Barney Ross from Expendables. Don't forget. I was gonna, I was gonna say Rambo and uh, yeah, Barney from the Expendables. Kind of the Cobra? same character. Yeah, Co- well, Cobra. Yeah, yeah. I think Cobra gets almost instantly mopped in this because I think he's just he thinks that he's the overwhelming force and he's used to fighting psychos, but yeah. these are all soldiers, like real fucking soldiers that really know their shit. I just yeah. think he'd wait in there with his dumb toothpick, his match in his mouth, and just get lit the fuck up. Try to drink a beer while he fights Rambo. The yeah. Fuck out of here. That's a good get point. He get here. punched in the face by by Rocky no, Balboa pretty early no. on. Him versus his character from Tango and Cash, that's interesting because they both have such a cavalier law enforcement fighting style. I think that's a good matchup for them to have. But, yeah, he can't be with the super soldiers and the John Spartans and stuff. I don't think. I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, So I think it comes down to what? Rambo, Spartan, and Rocky Balboa in a hand-to-hand fight? Is that what we're – and Barney Ross. Uh, guess, hey, but- don't dismiss the guy from Cliffhanger. He can climb real good. His grip strength is great, and he can overhead press Leon onto a stalactite. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Point. I didn't think about that. Excellent. And, you know, call. don't forget Lincoln Hawk. <laughs> I don't want you to for- forget Lincoln Hawk. He can arm wrestle anybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, is, the, is there a Stallone character? That could arm wrestle as good as Lincoln Hawk and over the top. Is there I another one? So. I mean, I, I think, think so. Rocky. I think Rocky and Rocky Three could give him. Here's the thing: Rocky at the end of Rocky Three beats Clubber Lang in three rounds. Yeah, three rounds beats yeah. Clubber Lang. I yeah. mean, come basically on. Mike Tyson in that thing. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah the, I, dude, he's up there, and I really think it's interesting that like if Rambo. And Rocky had a in the gym fist fight. I do not know that Rambo's winning that unless he can gouge out his eyes and get him in a fucking uh, uh, spider choke or kick his knee out or whatever. If they're just boxing, I think Rambo might be talking about it's a long road. <laughs> you know. Well, this is what I'm saying. I mean, Rambo, Rambo with weapons is a whole other story, right? Absolutely. But like just straight hand to hand. Rambo is definitely going to try to fight dirty, but like after Rocky's trained with Apollo in Compton, Rocky's got foot speed. Rocky's got endurance. Like, you know, what is, what does Rambo have over Rocky? Yeah. I mean, he's got a half shirt and Rocky is, (laughs) Rocky's got a half shirt and, and Rambo has one of those wife beater shirts basically. So. (laughs) And then dude, they they fight, they fight in the surf. At dawn, hundred <laughs> you know? percent. You, well, you, but you know what? But that's. I think we're we're really overthinking this because obviously Rocky just destroys 
Uh, he, he, I think it's a decent battle for a while because Rambo really can fight even when just restricted. But then he starts losing a little bit, and then he just has a flashback and pulls a knife out of his boot and stabs fucking Rocky in the throat. I mean, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> probably what happens. That's a good point. I think good that's point. about the size of it. So. That. Rocky dies like, thinking he that he to won. Say Adrian, he's like Adrian. <laughs> 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 Dude, dude, and then and then the robot from Rocky Four rolls up and like, <laughs> oh, oh my no. god! <laughs> I think you need stitches. <laughs> As he's just bleeding out on the canvas. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> That's pure entertainment right there. <laughs> so I think Rambo that I think Rambo could even beat John Spartan if we're talking about weapons as well. Yeah. Um, well, now, let me, let me, you know, I need to introduce another name to this though. Ooh. J- Judge Joseph Dredd. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I think he was a fucker with technology though. Like, was he like really relying on those hot shot bullets and shit like that? I just think. Yeah, but if we're talking weapons, maybe. Yeah, yeah. that's. I mean, that's true. You know. Okay, a hot weapons shot to dread and weapons to Rambo. Who do you think wins? Uh, I mean, an M60 might be able to beat anybody's pistol. I mean, if we're, if we're doing weapons, <laughs> but I mean, I was going to say the the problem with uh, the problem with dread though is we're biased by dread's portrayal in other media That's in true. the in the dread movie. He was a little bit more talk than walk. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I mean, that's what I remember. Like, I dude, he's losing fist fights to Armand Desante. Like, just yeah, stop. Yeah. Let's just stop yeah. this. He's, he's he would he would get wrecked. I think I think I think Rambo wrecks everybody, and Rocky actually could fuck with him as long as there's the Queensberry rules. But <laughs> Rambo don't fight by the Queensberry rules. And I just think you start tagging Rocky too much. You start talking some shit and being cute like you were with Apollo down at the cool gyms where everybody talks shit. And just Rambo's just like hearing Dee Dee Mao in his head, and you're getting fucked up, <laughs> you know. And he he comes to, and he's like four miles away that he jogged in in two minutes, and and like you're dead as Dillinger, <laughs> and he's on to the next town. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just think Rambo's that dude. Um, yeah. Oh, maybe the specialist could blow him up from afar. Like <laughs> Rambo gets a message from Colonel. Oh, it's good. It's a good message from Colonel Troutman. Let me open this up. Boom. <laughs> Specialist <laughs> blew him up for for Sharon Stone. Uh, that's a little known. <laughs> so long you're, movie where, yeah, you're going you're going outside of my range of Stallone knowledge. Dude, that Stallone that's was a weird in this ass movie, movie called The Specialist, where he was a bomb expert and he would like range these. Uh, unidirectional bombs. So, like, if you used to stand at this place at a club all the time, he'd arrange a bomb in the overhead socket to come right down to your head and kill you and only you, or blow <laughs> up like you in between two people and kill only you. He was the specialist, and and, and he and uh, uh, Sharon Stone has this beef with this big crime guy, and he uh, she's basically going to set him up for the specialist, but he doesn't know if he could take it, but like they fall in love over the phone and him and Sharon Stone fall in love with the phone. And then they have the most not sexy sex scene in a shower, you know, Uh, it's, it's an, it's, it's an amazing movie and you could call something an amazing movie without it being a great movie. You know what I'm saying? It can be amazing in all these ways. I highly, we should do, we should watch the specialist as a drug watch. 
that fucking movie is a drug watch masterpiece. Bro. I mean, I'm down oh, with that. Yeah. You know, I'm just per- perusing Stallone's filmography, speaking of drunk watches, I don't remember if I even watched this movie. Like, part of me thinks I did watch this, and part of me is like, I didn't. But he was in a film called Assassins, in oh, which yeah, he I've plays assassin. an assassin. Yeah. Yeah. That isn't dude that was with, a bad dude. Yeah. Isn't that with Antonio Banderas, or am I thinking of something mm-hmm. else? Yep. No, that no, is it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I saw that written he, by I saw the Rakowskis. That. Yeah. yeah. I, saw, I saw that in the movie theater. With Lance, mm-hmm. I can tell you for sure I saw that in the movie theater. Yeah. Damn wild. Yeah, uh, this and movie, Julianne Moore is in there too. Julianne Moore's yeah. in there. And this movie's kind of wild. It was written by the Wachowskis and Brian Helgeland. Um, and then it was directed by Richard Donner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's wow. a, I feel like I remember liking it. I, I it's been a while, but I feel like I liked that movie. So I think it'd be fun I mean, to check it, out. It's a hell of a roster of talent behind it between Stallone, Banderas, Julian Moore, and then those people behind the scenes. So, yeah, maybe I haven't seen this. Well, interesting. I got to look more into this. Yeah. Okay. And so the coup de gras actor, now that we've established that basically with no holds barred, Rambo, fuck everybody up. The coup de gras actor is is just a titan of of state of screen, not stage, titan of the screen. He's, 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 Linked to two or three of the biggest characters in pop culture. His name is Harrison Ford. Mm. And if we're going to have a fight Ooh. off of somebody's uh, shit that's bigger than Tom Cruise's, if there's somebody who can headline this conversation, you know I just dropped it. So Harrison Ford. Let's go through his characters and see who be whose ass. All right, the dude from Witness. I think he <laughs> John, John Book, I think is his name. He will whoop some ass. I think it's the husband from What Lies Beneath. Like, he's winning this. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, he, he doesn't just drown ladies. <laughs> that, 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 won't, that won't win you this battle. Um, or will it? Uh, <laughs> I think... Uh, Oh, from regarding Henry, I think that's a good one. He's 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 fresh out of physical therapy. He's ready to rumble. <laughs> he doesn't remember his kids' faces. He's ready to oh, fight. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, Deckard in um in Blade yeah. Runner. Yeah. If any of his other characters run away he could shoot him in the back like he did that lady stripper at the beginning of blade runner you know he's got that that's that's all i seem to be that decker could do as far as fighting is like shoot people in the back and get his finger smashed i mean it was hot solo well i was just gonna We're say getting there there's a lot of harrison ford characters who prefer to shoot first and ask questions later he's <laughs> not really jokes. known for fight scenes yeah absolutely if we want to be real about this we've got indiana jones We've got Han Solo. Yeah. We've got Deckard from Blade Runner. Here's a couple other ones, though, just to throw it in there. Dr. Richard Kimball from mm. uh, uh, the name is flying right out of my the head. Fugitive. The Fugitive. Fugitive. Thank you. Yeah. Who, you know, can hold his own. And then you've also got Jack Ryan. He was the okay. original Jack Ryan in Patriot mm-hmm. Games and Clear and Present Danger. Yeah, um, and Air Force One. The character he plays in Air Force One. Oh, uh, oh yeah. I think Air Force One is yeah. Air Force One is tougher than all those dudes because that dude was like an actual like real soldier that somehow became president. Yeah, he's he yeah he was the president. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at his filmography. President James Vietnam, Marshall in Air yeah, Force. Yeah, Vietnam one. veteran, Medal of Honor recipient, speaks Russian. Interesting. Yeah. So here's the thing. I mean, if we're looking at Indiana Jones versus Han Solo. They're both slightly 
conflict averse. Like not to mm-hmm. say that they can't hold their own, but if you look at it, like first of all, both of those guys would rather shoot somebody and be on their way. Both of those guys take some damage because they're not necessarily badasses. But I think in a head-to-head, Indiana Jones really shows up better to a fight, especially if you're looking at something like Temple of Doom, where he's a little bit, you know, a little bit lighter uh, on his feet, a little bit more ripped. Like, you mm. know, he he's more of a fight. Han Solo is a great pilot, but like he's not a great fighter. Yeah, he could shoot a gun if he's got to shoot a shoot a shoot a gun or whatever, but. He'd rather be in a ship flying away, and when he's shooting a gun, he's generally running away mm-hmm. as he does it, or trying to plant yeah. a bomb to blow up something as he does it and run away from that. Like I, I think you're right in the in the who's gonna be able to. And of course, we're counting only movies. By the way, we're not we're not counting any of the books because we don't <laughs> we're not doing that. Yeah. It's a little too much. So. Uh, and obviously, this is Harrison Ford uh, version of that. So, yeah, I think you're right. Indiana Jones in a head-to-head there in a boxing match or a, a just a brawl probably does win the fight until Chewbacca comes and rips both his arms off. And um, <laughs> that is true. Then that's uh, the yeah, if we're talking, yeah, if we're talking about accoutrement. Yeah, I really think uh, it's almost specific, this specific Indiana Jones. Because, yeah, Temple of... Temple of Doom Indiana Jones is the youngest Indiana Jones, the most ripped Indiana Jones, and mm-hmm. the just the most hardened combat. He wins more physical combat situations in that movie than any of the other movies. It's an interesting call, Bill. Um, I also think uh, if we're looking at him as a fight, yeah, after he and Han Solo both try to shoot first. Mm. And then they realize that their 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 old ass pistol and their blaster don't work. Like Homeboy's blaster doesn't work because it's 1938 and it's the future, so it doesn't work. It's a Han Solo's pistol yeah, is so old, yeah. it doesn't like work that. in 1938. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and so, uh, uh, like they have their throwdown after that, and I, yeah, I think the Nazi punching power of Indiana Jones wins that one. But I got to tell you, that president in Air Force One might air Indiana Jones the fuck out. Like, Get off my plane. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, yeah. That's pretty. I mean, he's he's pretty hardcore in that movie. Like that yeah, was dude. kind of that was kind of the swan song for like the hardcore era of Harrison Ford's career. And yeah. he's been a little bit more docile ever since. But yeah, like, he he brought it. Yeah, but I think Indiana Jones is a, is a, as a close second, and Han Solo being like, "Hey, why, why me? Why, you know, hey, why 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 did you give me a medal?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you need me to steal something or shoot Darth Vader from behind when he doesn't expect it, I'm great. <laughs> right? Uh, look at uh, oh man. So yeah, I guess the president. What was his name from Air Force One? Oh, uh, where was President James Marshall? Yeah, President. Who would have thought James? President James Marshall is the hardest Harrison Ford character. Because I'll tell you, Marshall generic, would fuck up Decker, Deckard. Oh yeah, I mean gen- generic American soldier name too. By the way, could be that could be his nickname because James Marshall, <laughs> totally forgettable. But yeah, I mean that's the thing. If you look at Harrison Ford's 
quote unquote action hero roles. It's not that they can't fight, but they're they're kind of bad and they'd mostly rather run away from fights. Whereas mm-hmm. the president on Air Force One is like, I'm gonna punch you right in the face, motherfucker. Like he's I'm taking he's, this plane back. Yeah, he's yeah. taking care of business. Dude, so I mean, and so guys. This has been a great exploration of actors, their careers, the type of um, themes that come up over and over again in their performances. We got to see a lot of the psychology of actors and uh, specifically movie stars in this multiverse of movie star mayhem that we participated in. Um, This was spawned on the Patreon. So join the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the greatest pod. You can also uh, send us stuff at email the greatest pod send us a letter we'll read it on air email the greatest pod at gmail.com is the would, full address you also could leave us a five-star review though and and yeah. to be clear those five-star reviews are really really help uh they're the things that move us up when when you, when people go into apple and they look up like oh nerdy podcast if you've left an, enough review talking about how cool and nerdy we are uh that will show up and then they will you will be able to more people will be able to subscribe to us, which, by the way, if you're listening to this and you haven't subscribed, get your shit together, mash <laughs> that subscribe button so that you get us in your feed uh, once a week when we pop up. All right. And watch the greatest pod YouTube channel right on there today. We have uh, Frank quietly is Frank quietly the greatest me and Bill talking for two hours and some change about mm-hmm. how Frank quietly is the dopest. And we only got half of his career. We got the second half coming up. So check out the YouTube channel when you're walking, running, chilling out, being at your business, doing whatever you can listen to us on YouTube as well. It is an option and subscribe there as well. So as always, thanks for listening to another action packed character-driven episode of The Greatest 